This podcast is a part of the Carbon Almanac Network of Podcasts. Hi, I'm Imma. I live in Scotland. Hi, I'm Jen and I'm from Canada. Hi, I'm Oladanji and I'm from Nigeria. Hello, I'm Liki and I live in Paris. Hey, I'm Rod. I'm from Peru. Welcome to Carbon Sessions, a podcast with carbon conversations for every day with everyone from everywhere in the world. In our conversations, we share ideas, perspectives, questions, and things we can actually do to make a difference. So don't be shy and join our Carbon Sessions because it's not too late. Hi, I'm Jen. Hi, I'm Olabanji, and we're talking about wetlands and marshes. And and here's something that I, I, I found, I don't know, but it says in the last uh, few hundred years, more than half of the wetlands in the U.S., excluding Alaska and Hawaii, have vanished. <gasps> oh, that's terrible. According to the National Wetlands Research Center, more than half have vanished, and that's so sad. Yeah, wetlands are are so vital because they're home to so many plants and animals that are not found anywhere else in the world. And wetlands provide food and clean water and protection for for humans and animals. And I know that where I live in British Columbia, which is on the west coast of Canada, um, we have 5.28 million hectares or about 5% of the land base that are wetlands. Um, wow. So where I live, there are a lot of wetlands. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, that's that's interesting. And and they're beautiful to see. Mm-hmm. They're beautiful to see the, uh, the marshes, the mangroves, the, uh, the swamps, the bay out. There's one around here. Well, it's a little far from here, but... Um, at some point, they were going to build a road over, I mean, they were going to Sandfield and oh, build no. roads on it. It was so crazy. I, I was like, wow, I mean, they shouldn't do this. So we we lobbied for a bit and then they said, okay, they were not going to build roads again. So instead, they built a bridge over it and that was a whole lot better than having to Sandfield the marshes and building roads on them. And I think there's a lot of that going on just because the marshes are around places that could be developed, decide to just develop them. I think development is one of the things that affected uh, most of the marshes in, in the U.S. and in many other parts of the world. Absolutely. Absolutely. We have one um, not too far from here uh, called Burns Bog, and it is okay. the Burns Bog Nature, Delta Nature Reserve, and it's the largest raised peat bog in Western Canada. It's got like 40 square kilometers of land and and it's got something like 175 bird species and 11 amphibian species and 41 mammal species and there's reptiles wow. and walking trails. Wow. And it's amazing. And one year it caught fire and that was because it's peat. Wow. And so that was terrible. Um, it seems to have recovered, but it was, it was a, a grass fire, I guess, that ended up getting into the peat and the peat lit on fire. Um, wow. But wetlands help 
to like they help to filter water and they filter pollutants and they recharge yeah. groundwater yeah. and they do so many things with the with gases and climate cycles and they're so important you can join a, a wetlands conservation group that's a great idea that's one really great way to help and and i also think that when the air pollution becomes too much it starts to affect uh the wetlands as well so i think another way to help is don't do air pollution anything that's going to pollute <laughs> the air just don't do it <laughs> find greener ways to do it um and yeah join join the community save the marshes i also think you can if you're visiting one um if you see some trash on the ground some garbage pick it up you know, yeah, and they're very usually there are signs posted to please not, you know, pick the flowers or don't stray from the path, don't take any rocks, because all of these things protect and provide shelter for creatures. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. And I'm so joining one if I find any uh, community here that works to save the wetlands. I'm definitely joining. Yeah, well, when you said people were rallying against filling in one of them and, and a bridge was built, um, yeah, that's fantastic. That's people saying, no, <laughs> save this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's amazing. And if you've never visited one, look them up and see if you can find one because they're absolutely beautiful places to visit. Yeah, they have flowers. Some of them have trees. Um, and then you see flowers floating on water. It's just really beautiful to watch. I mean, go check, go check them out. Love. It would be fun to compare what kind of creatures you have in, in the ones near you. <laughs> because yeah. they would be definitely different creatures than we have here in Canada. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think some snakes, some, yeah. I, I don't know, crocodiles and I mean, yeah. I've really not seen a crocodile. Oh, I, I think I've seen one at the zoo, but I've not seen it in its natural <laughs> habitat. <laughs> so Yeah, we don't have that's... crocodiles here. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm glad. <laughs> okay, wow. well, that's interesting about wetlands and marshes. Thanks, Olabon. Yeah, thank you so much. And let's go save the wetland. <laughs> let's do it. You've been listening to Carbon Sessions, a podcast with carbon conversations for every day with everyone from everywhere in the world. We'd love you to join the Carbon Sessions so you too can share your perspectives from wherever you are. This is a great way for our community to learn from your ideas and experiences, connect, and take action. If you want to add your voice to the conversation, go to thecarbonalmanac.org slash podcasts and sign up to be part of a future episode. This podcast is also part of the Carbon Almanac Network. For more information, to sign up for the emails, to join the movement, and to order your copy of the Carbon Almanac, go to thecarbonalmanac.org. Be sure to subscribe and join us here again as together we can change the world.